Welcome to the Twin Cinema Cast. This is Alex. This is Drew. And today we're talking about the movie Goosebumps. So nervous about this podcast, I've got goosebumps. Use that on Facebook. People already read it. That's the way it's a joke. Um, right. Some people haven't followed us on Facebook yet. True, true. If you want to, it's uh, it's on our end slash. We don't have any guests today. It's just me and Drew in the the studio. Um, we have a slight format to the show now. Yeah, it's awesome. If you listen to the future, because we're a time travel podcast apparently too. <laughs> uh, we we just recorded a a, a podcast for um, Cabin in the Woods, so look forward to that in the future. Um, and uh, we, that's the first time we used the 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 structure and uh, it worked out pretty well so we're gonna do it again with uh, goosebumps um all right movie details the movie was directed by rob letterman he also directed what shark tale in 2004 and gulliver's travels in 2010 and since i didn't write yeah monsters versus aliens which was a shitty movie too Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm surprised that he did a good such a good job with uh, goosebumps but he uh did a junk job with the other movies i didn't see all of gulliver's travels but had jack black in it so right right right. he's not he's not all great jack black stars in goosebumps Mm -hmm. jack black we also got dylan minette who was who played zach in Lost Supernatural, and he was uh, also in Law and Order SVU. Everyone's in Law and Order SVU. Right, right. Actually, it's true. Uh, Odea Rush, who was Hannah, the lead girl, so to speak, uh, was also in SVU. Ryan Lee, who was Chump. Champ. Chump. Only one person called him Chump. Right. The whole movie. But he was a Chump. No, he was a Champ. <sighs> Character development. Yeah, um, I liked him. But we'll get to that. What's the runtime? 103 minutes, 1 hour and 43 minutes. Yeah, it's a pretty good good, good length children's movie. Yep. Genre, I would say it's a comedy horror. No, it's not horror at all. It is not. It is an action-adventure comedy. I'm with that 100%. How do you think it broke down? Like, you want, like, proportions? Or? Yeah. Um, I would say half comedy, half action, or quarter action Quarter adventure. Yeah, I agree. 100% gold. Yeah, the comedy was phenomenal. Oh yeah, so funny. I was not expecting it. Um, I was. Jack Black's in it, so there has to be some comedy. There, he's not in very many serious movies, so... Right, I'm just not a huge Jack Black fan. Well, fuck you. Straight up fuck you. Children's movie. This uh, is PG, so edit point. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I'm the one that edits it, so... I say whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was a great comedy. I, I would say so, too. Um, movie breakdown. Synopsis of the movie. Do you want to do the synopsis? You do it. You're better at it. All right. The movie um, is about um, Dylan... What's his name? Uh, Zach. Zach. Such a hard name to remember. Um, Zach's character moves into um, a small town in Delaware, I guess. And um, meets this new girl, his neighbor, and her eccentric father, who you find out is R.L. Stein, um, basically uh, locked in some manuscripts are all these monsters that will come to life if the book's open. And um, stuff happens, book gets open, uh, boy tries to save girl, you know, that kind of thing. Um, 
pretty good. Like, I, like the premise on paper doesn't seem like it should make sense, but it does. Um, the the movie I I like to I, I said during the movie we were watching I said this is a lot like Jumanji to me. Yeah, like immediately as soon as he said that it was like it, it really clicks. is. Yeah, like this is exactly Jumanji. But instead of dice rolls, it's opening books. Yep. Which he has they're all locked, but the the main villain in the um, the story, which is Slappy the ventriloquist dummy from one of the R.L. Stein's books, the Goosebumps books. <laughs> He comes to life and he starts opening up books and causing uh, havoc, wreaking havoc. Yeah, and uh, voiced by Jack Black, which he did a pretty good job because at first I didn't realize it was Jack Black, and then like halfway through the movie, I go, "Oh yeah, I see what they're doing now." And after you said that, it even looked like Jack Black. Yeah. So really, really cool. Yeah, I liked it. Um. All right. Uh, right now, I have a breakdown of four categories. That we'll go over. The first is characters. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Champ. Jump? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was comic relief, so... I tend to like comic relief the most. He's kind of who I am. <laughs> A chump? Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, he, he's comic relief. He had probably the most character development. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. Um, the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, he goes... I'm I'm like genetically afraid. Like my my parents were Olympic athletes and champions, but I got the opposite of what they have. I am afraid of everything. I will run a drop of a dime. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he probably has the most character development in the, the movie. Um, close second being Jack Black and Zach, both on the same level because they kind of have the same character growth. Right. Jack Black kind of gets more. Down to earth again, instead of being this centric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked that. Did you like his performance? I did, I did, and which is really good because I'm usually critical of Jack Black. So I'm not. I think Jack. Black's I think he. Genius. I think he overacts to the point beyond Jim Carrey. Oh, see, I see. There's. I like Jim Carrey in certain roles. Um, I I completely understand when people say they don't like Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of he has a lot of good movies. I love Jim Carrey. I just think Jack Black goes to another level where it's not even funny anymore. Oh. I don't think so. I, I think you need to see certain movies. I don't think you've seen all of Jack Black's movies. and I, I will, haven't. You're right. I will. I can show you the world. Shining, Shimmering, Splendid. That's an Aladdin reference. Which is coming out of the Disney's vaults, which I'm pumped about. Okay. Aladdin is better than Hercules. It's better than Mulan. So about Goosebumps, we were talking about uh, actor or uh, character development. Sure. Um, But not even on the level of development. What do you think about um, Zach's mom, who is Amy Ryan, by the way? Amy Ryan, kind of known in The Office. You just want to start name dropping now, now that you're doing some research. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, no, as soon as I saw her on the screen, I'm like, oh, I, I know her. She's from The Office. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like The Office all that much. Yeah, we. I don't know why we hang out. I, I, I watched, like, So if you want to be a co-host it, but... on the Twin Cinema cast, please send me a Twitter message and we'll get you on here. Yeah, I, I own most of the equipment. I own a nice microphone. Yeah, that's true. We we borrow this from the the, the sound uh, equipment mostly from uh, Tim. So. There we go. 
I'm so bad with names right now. Um, but what did you think about her? I, I thought what she did with her son, Zach, was... Oh, yeah, they had a great relationship. It was very nice. Um, I One thing I didn't like about their relationship is that Zach was trying to say, like, he was he was, drawn, he was um, disconnected from the world after his dad died. Yeah. But it didn't seem like he was that disconnected because it seemed like he was very with it, very, like, sociable, very connected with his mom, which... Like, yeah, if you go through trauma, your your relationship either becomes stronger or weaker. Right. But um I just don't think like that that part of the story I didn't I think was a little bit weak when it came to like his character. I could agree with that. Because it didn't seem like he was withdrawn. And I, like and that's why I'm saying like him and uh, R.L. Stein did like the same level of character growth. Um But maybe that's why he was so sarcastic. Maybe that was his way of dealing with grief. I no, I agree with you. That's a far fetched theory, but yeah. maybe that's, that's yeah. But I don't think like he he wasn't that great at sarcasm, or where he was using it all the time. Right, like he, he would use sarcasm like a, a normal teenage kid. Oh, spoiler alert! His dad died. Probably shouldn't mention that. Already. Yeah, that's why they moved to Delaware. Yeah, yeah. So whoever wrote the synopsis on IMDb was probably wrong, unless we're wrong. No, it's Delaware. I remember. Yeah, they said that it was Maryland. I think. Yeah, but uh, I, IMDb is written by, um, mostly written by peer review. Peer review, yeah. yeah. But um, what's next? Character use. Do you think all the characters were used effectively? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Um, except Hannah. Yes, I agree. All characters except Hannah. I think that she could have been a little bit better. She never had a heroic moment. Right. Um, she had a lot of damsel in distress moments, but didn't have a lot of heroic moments, which, like, I, I might, it might be the feminist in me, but I think um, everyone should have a fair chance of being the hero. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think that the ant was misused. All right, and the ant was on Workaholics. Her name... Yeah. Is Jillian Bell? She's really funny. I I, I like her comedic, comedic uh, performances usually, and like she's enjoyable in the movie. Yeah, you'll, you'll like it. It's just yeah. Um, she, they were a sub. Her and R.L. Stein was a, a love subplot, which was kind of funny. <laughs> but um, I think she was misused. I don't. I think she she deserved a little bit more screen time. Yeah, and, I agree um, with that. Yeah. Other than that, I, I think. I think it was most characters were used well. I really like um, Champ's character development. Um, he goes from being a fraidy cat to being brave and um, a strong character, especially mm-hmm. in the face of a werewolf where he, whom he bites because he has s- silver fillings. It's on the trailers, dude. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So he uh, sa- saves the girl from the um, werewolf, and then she ends up kissing him. And she, she, he was in love with her, so... Which is kind of... That's kind of cliche, but I liked it. Now, that much was not on the trailer. Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think that's a big storyline. That's, that, that's, a, that, that's a subplot. Like, yeah. sub-subplot. And they're giving it away. What a terrible idea. Uh, it wasn't a big deal. It, it Champ is a side character. He's not a main character. He, he kind of is a main character, but not... He's the he's the best friend, so he's a supporting role, is what you mean to say. Yeah, yeah. But he 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 does well, and I think they used him well, and his character development was good. And um, 
he just get, became funnier and funnier <laughs> without the movie. Mm-hmm. I really like the fact that he would bicker with uh, R.L. Stein. Yep. Or R.L. Stein would really yell at him. And, like, they'd have a little bit of tension. Well, that's because he was so nerdy and wanted to get, like, close with R.L. Stein. He wanted mm-hmm. to be, like, his best friend almost. He wanted to be everyone's best friend. Because you can tell that kid did not have friends before Zach rolled into town. Yeah, he was uh, the football equipment manager. Was that an actual... Mm-hmm. Oh, was that on his business card? Yeah, the kid has yep. a business card. Kid has a business card with all of he his contact you. information. I he is you. I I'm surprised you don't have a business card. I don't have a business card, and I actually used to. Um, but that was when wow. I was a Rotary Youth Exchange student, and we actually were given those. Oh, okay. But um, I did drag. not serve on the, the football team and stuff. Anyways. You were a drum major. You're basically the worst. Um... You weren't in band. Yeah, I was. I was a drummer. Yeah, and I was your drum major. I wasn't in your band. Anywho. Um, visuals. What did you think of visuals? I did not like the special effects. Agreed. They Why? were they were cheaply done. Um, yep. You could tell it was a, it's a budget movie. Not budget movie. Like It's it's an October release, so they probably had a what, decent budget, but... What do you think the budget was? Oh, I have no clue. Just ballpark. Oh, no, I'm horrible at that. $85 million. Yeah, that makes sense. Hundred, Like, a hundred grand plus is when movies start look, looking good, visual, like, special effects-wise. Yeah, I, just, I I wish it was better. And there wasn't that big, that many big names, so most of it was probably put in visual effects. Yeah. But, um, do you know what studio made it? I don't. I can read it. say, it would uh, tell me a lot of, uh, if I knew a studio, I could tell you if they were good with special effects or not. Uh, camera shots, think, I think they were pretty good. Uh, art style, very goosebumps. Like everything looked authentically goosebumps, which I liked. Um, Slappy, the the man, the the um, ventriloquist dummy, looked like Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy, which was good. Um, yeah, I, I think the I think the style of it, the um, like set design and costumes and everything like that was good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's not a visual masterpiece, but it, it's, for a kid's movie, it's good. I am having trouble finding it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, no, I'm determined to find it. I think Fox or so- Sony are the ones that distribute it, so. I'm Googling. Well, I could I could probably find it on IMDb in three seconds, but I just don't care. Um, <clears throat> what did you think about the sound and soundtrack? Oh, the first, like, five minutes, I was like, I love this. It's very Hocus Pocus in the beginning. Yep. <laughs> I loved it. It's a it's a good Halloween, mm-hmm. like, family movie. Thank God that wasn't uh, Danny Elfman, though. Yeah, I don't need any more uh, Night Before Christmas, honestly. Yep. Um, which I'm going to see Crimson Peak, and I feel like Danny Elfman probably did, did do that. <laughs> Um, plot. What did you think about the overall story? I very. It was like I read a Goosebumps book. Yeah, which um, funny thing in the. I don't. I think we should just talk about the story, not care about if people watch, listen to the, or watch the movie or not. Um, I liked the fact that it was kind of meta because. The movie was also a story within the story. 
and they had to um, basically the way um, Slappy starts burning all the books so they can't be brought back into the books. So their way around it was RL Stein writing a new story with all the monsters where they get captured. And I think that's really meta of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it works out really well. Columbia. Columbia really? Pictures. They're the one that made that? Hmm. Yep. That's surprising that it looks so shitty then. They had decent money. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how was the dialogue? Again, I, I thought it was really good because of the comedic relief and stuff. Throughout the entire movie, it was just all comedy, well-timed. Um, and, I mean, we've already talked about it, but between R.L. Stein and also... Uh, Champ. Champ. It, it was just... It was awesome. It, it was everything that you wanted. Yeah. A lot of bickering, a lot of, uh, a lot of fighting, and I liked it. And I liked... Um, Jack Black did a great job delivering a lot of his lines. Um, there's one scene where the police are... are uh, called and he does a great job and mm-hmm. I'm still laughing at the <laughs> joke right now in my back of my head um, world building what did you think about the world do you think it was a well established world in this uh, movie yeah I think so I think it could have been better I don't understand the ferris wheel slash that was carnival bit, in the middle of the woods that was a bit far-fetched because yeah, yeah. I, I, that that like my suspension of disbelief gets like destroyed there i'm like but no. that would have been sold and yeah there would be no electricity to it nope they just turn the lights on they're able to look in there and like they're like oh we need to go hide out so we can finish the story that's my jack black um impression is really bad but who cares whoa that's all right, they, they go into a fun house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, horror creatures are coming to chase you. Let's go into a fun house, which is inherently kind of spooky to begin with, especially when it's in the middle of woods and it's abandoned. Why would you go into a fun house? Because it was supposed to be scary. That doesn't make no sense to me. It doesn't make no sense, correct. It makes no sense. No, I like it doesn't make no sense. But anyways, Double negative. for all of my English teachers out there, I hope you're proud of me. Um, I was just trying to be comedic. You bag. were not. You you're were so serious right now. now. You're being a pile of dicks right now. Um, this is a kid's movie, kind of. Don't give a fuck. Um, Terrible theme. What did, you, did you like the themes? I have to think about what the theme was. Um, Find laughter and everything because it was funny. No, um, <laughs> one of the themes was letting go. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, definitely. Back to this, I don't give a fuck about uh, them knowing about the plots and the story, because you should listen to the, you should see the movie and listen to the podcast afterwards so you can agree with all of our statements. Or you should listen to the podcast before, so that way you get an idea of what the movie's about, and then you go and be like, oh yeah, they were right. I'm going to listen to them more often, because they kind of go with my it's movie. Potato. Um That made no sense. Win in room. <laughs> Anchorman. Um, the themes was let, one of the themes was letting go. Um, one of the themes was um, confidence in yourself, especially Champ. Think about Champ. Right, but he's a he's a supporting role, so he's not really that big. You no, know, like it's it's a subplot that gets fleshed out, which it's part of the story. Yeah. Also, love is a theme. Yeah, I didn't care for that so much, but that's how they used Hannah. 
Yeah, as a love for both two characters, which two different types of love, mm-hmm. which is good that way. Yeah, yeah. Because Hannah's R.L. Stein's daughter, and quote unquote um, Dylan's love interest. So, um, so what would you give this one out of five? Mm, I gave it a four point two because it's kind of kids oriented. I I agree with you. It is kids oriented. I'm giving it a four. I, again, I I try and calibrate my scale so that it's oriented towards the audience that the director's trying to reach. And I think that since it's a kid's movie, it needs to give a, a better rating than I would normally give. Like, if I were to just watch this and be like, oh, yeah, I'd say it's about a 3.8. But because it was a kid's movie, I'll give it a 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.4 more points. I uh, I don't care if it's aimed towards a child or... An 85-year-old person. It was a good movie. Yeah, I think that a parent that has to go see this because their kid is terrible and is like, go with me, or take me to the movies and buy me all the money stuff. And Yeah, yeah um, do that. If you come to the Salem Twin Cinema, located at 2350 East State Street. We have great combos. Uh, <laughs> um, what's, on the, what's coming up that we're going to be getting? Uh, we might be getting Pan. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I told everyone, I told every single person, I was like, oh, that looks good. I'm like, no, it's going to bomb. Can we get the Martian back? <laughs> We're losing it. I'm sorry. I'm sad. Um, I don't know. I, Spectre in a long time, maybe. It's like two weeks. Yeah. Less than two weeks. Is it less than two weeks? Wow. Mm, it's the sixth. We're supposed to be getting um, Peanuts and Spectre the sixth. Okay. So, that's two weeks away. Oh, uh, that's going to be a hard one to decide what to do first. Oh, I'll probably watch Spectre first. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get more listeners out of that. Yeah, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for quality. But true. also more listeners. Oh, damn straight. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have two weeks. Wow. Yeah, we'll probably get Pan. We'll probably keep holes. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Um, but yeah, we have a our our uh, Cabin in the Woods might be posted sooner than you think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, um, to wrap this up, I'm giving this a four, and you're giving this a four point two. So it's popped. The silence is judging him. Last week I said it only because I was drunk. No, <laughs> I was super hot. No, I'm just kidding. That's a gross sound. Uh, anywho, we'll see you at the movies. Fuck you, Drew. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Twin Cinema Cast. Special thanks to Tim Slayson for permitting us to use his sound equipment. Find us on Twitter at TwinCinemaCast and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash TwinCinemaCast. Find us on SoundCloud or on the iTunes Store.